Welcome to another episode of Kiss My Mic. Our theme this month is Chef's Table to honor the many amazing chefs and also food bloggers, home cooks, foodies from around the world. So I'm very honored to be joined today by a Vegas-based multi-cuisine chef. We're going to learn more about his background, his take on um, being a chef, and perspectives on the culinary industry. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Chef Stephen Leong. Hey, Chef Stephen, how are you? Hello, Mike. Hello, everyone. Uh, Very honored to be invited. Uh, Very excited uh, for this podcast. Uh, It's my first ever podcast. (laughs) I I, I think Mike and I met uh, on on Clubhouse on one of of his rooms. Uh, so I forgot the topic already, but, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, very excited to be here. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, very thrilled to kind of share what, um, what I know, what I experienced. So let's go ahead. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Mike. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I know you're super busy and I'm so glad that this is your first time being on a podcast. So, so I guess my first question, Chef Steven is, uh, tell us a little bit about your, your journey. Your your background. How did you get started in you know being a chef into the culinary industry? Okay, yeah. Um, it's not the first time I'm sharing my uh, my my why I become a chef because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's very funny because uh, my dad used to be a chef in Hong Kong. I was born in Hong Kong, so uh, the restaurant that he worked at uh, it wasn't a Michelin restaurant or like a five star hotel, but it's a very well known. Uh, like street food kind of like comfort restaurants that all the celebrities would go maybe after hours, you know, late night. So it's pretty well known. Um, and throughout, you know, uh, when I was still young, uh, of course he didn't teach me cooking because he thought like the kitchen was like very hard work. I should mm-hmm. go to school for something, you know, <laughs> that, you know, I work in a air conditioned environment. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so, but then, uh, we came to America when, when, yeah, when I was 10, our whole family, uh, immigrated to San Francisco and he taught me how to cook because, uh, him and my mom had to work long hours uh, and then I, I think one of them gets home like at 9, 9 p.m and they want to be able to have food on the table when they get home and instead of just starting to cook mm-hmm. so that's how i got into cooking itself yeah but i i never thought i was going to be a chef because uh it was always a chore thing you know like a <laughs> you have to do it for the family it's like uh you know <laughs> it's yeah. not a profession i don't have a passion for it at that time and then I, uh, throughout my career, I worked as a uh, busboy, um, cashier, valet. Uh, and before I went to culinary school, I actually was a sales uh, in the cell phone business. So mm-hmm. it's always about tips and like compensation and, and, uh, like, um, uh, like extra tips or, or, you know, salary base, you know, and then, uh, bonus, you know. So I always like, like, like to think that, you know, the harder I work, the more money I make. And, mm-hmm. um, and I got into the business because the cell phone business actually came down a little bit uh, mm-hmm. in my field. And then I thought I have to go to school for, I mean, to have a degree in something. Because before going to culinary school, uh, I, I wasn't, I didn't even have a high school diploma. I just like skipped school, <laughs> you know, throughout mm-hmm. my high school. <laughs> so I was, I was a bad kid. And, um, and then I got into culinary school because I wanted to have a degree and like, you know, to tell my parents, you know how Asian parents are, you know, you have yeah. to have a degree <laughs> in something, right? <laughs> so, and then I got to culinary school. Uh, but I was the oldest when I was in school. I was 23 at the time. And most of my peers, they, they just graduated from high school. So they're like 18. 
or 17, but they're very passionate. You know, they're all food network yeah. junkies, you know, and nerds. <laughs> so I went into school without like knowing a thing, but I know how to cook. You know, I was always mm-hmm. cooking and then I was being made fun of. Of course, you know, like the culinary world is very harsh. You know, I, I remember one of the class, I, I put a, a pot of water on the stove and forgot about it. And then this student, he, he, he screamed to the whole class trying to, you know, just, just speak out <laughs> to make fun of me. He was like, Oh, uh, you know, this guy's reducing water. Oh, that's going to have a lot of flavor. <laughs> you know, and then, and then, but that, at, at that time, I, 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 I wanted to strive to be better than anyone because I, I don't want that feeling anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would like in, in the class, I learned how to cook. I like cut a uh, the debone a whole chicken or fabricate a whole chicken. I would get off uh, school and then maybe go to Walmart, buy like three to five chickens and practice until <laughs> I can do it, you know? So, and then, mm. and then, so when I graduated to school, I was actually in like the honors uh, alumni because when I graduated school, I love, I love uh, the kids were starting from the bottom, but uh, I graduated, you know, going to a sous chef position already because oh, wow. I was, I was, I was working while mm-hmm. I was in school. And my, I was very lucky that my first job I, I was hired was at the Mandarin Oriental. At mm-hmm. that time, that was only one of the three properties uh, on the Las Vegas Strip that has a, a Forbes five star. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was really good training for me to start my career. So yeah. and then and then I got into you know uh, management position once I got this uh, like the, the degree you know of of managing you know. Mm-hmm. So 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 pretty lucky <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. my career, and yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I mean, th- yeah. there's so much, so many layers to your background, Chef Steven. You know, uh, your family background coming from, you know, uh, uh, someone who who ha- came came from a culinary family, right? right. So let me let me ask you uh, something on that question. Um, maybe you know, a lot of our listeners are members of the AAPI, and there's a lot of conversations we've had on Clubhouse about our identity. So uh, you mentioned about your parents. Um, how did they react when you um, decided to pursue this path as well? Were they like, "Yes, yeah, Stephen, you have to be a chef," or you know, no. were they steering you towards something else? No, I think I think because when I grew up, I was always like I say, I was always a bad kid. I was not good in, good in school. So you know, me choosing to go in culinary school. They were they were thinking okay it's better than it's better than nothing right <laughs> so it's rather whether I, I you know it's going to school for something but uh and like they were kind of desperate you know for me to get a degree on something and so they they didn't disagree and I think I I I did pretty good and you know I I was able to support myself and then mm-hmm. you know I got my my um my few houses and then I, I I'm, I'm, you know, I'm set yeah. uh, in a, in my, a, a good position in my path. So I think, you know, uh, and the world has changed a lot. Kitchen work, uh, maybe management is not what mm-hmm. they think, you know, it's like, you know, sweating all the time, but you know, you go through that, you go through that, uh, uh period, but then, but then once you're in like, like higher up management, you, you pretty much, you know, doing just administrative stuff and, you know, being a leader than, than more than, than motivating and doing that mm-hmm. training instead of just actually cooking. So I think, yeah. I think, yeah, they, 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 they're, they're pretty proud. <laughs> no, definitely. They, they yeah. I'm, I'm sure they are. I mean, you're pretty established in your profession, right? You know, given your background and, and currently you are the resident, you're a chef at Mandarin still or? Oh, no. Uh, uh, I went to, I worked a uh, different property. So current probably, um, I'm in uh, is Tropicana, and mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I worked all over the different different hotels because you know Las Vegas. You said the two big companies own almost everything, either MGM <laughs> or Caesars. So yeah. I've I've been with Caesars, I've been with MGM, I've been with the Cosmopolitan as well. So um, and then and then like like I said uh, before, like like how you mentioned, you're like kind of well seasoned because uh, I get to I get I, I was lucky to work all kinds of different like establishments from. Michelin restaurant to, you know, buffets. And mm-hmm. so different, different types of exposure got me, you know, like how, yeah. what I am today. <laughs> so, so let me ask you a question. So for yeah. any restaurant or any establishment, what does it take to get that Michelin? Because that's like the gold standard in the industry, right? Correct. So yeah, I mean, if, just curious for, for myself and also for, you know, some of our listeners as well. So, um, so Michelin, they have three stars, um, mm-hmm. uh, as a, as a grading, as a level. So the first star, uh, it means that, uh, you're, you're, at, like, like, for example, if you do, if you sell, you know, ramen or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind of like one of the best ramen in that city. So that's, that's, you know, that's, you can yeah. earn one star based on your food and taste. Uh, and then the second star, is that, you know, people would actually, like if I went to Singapore to have this chicken, I would crave that chicken so much that I would go back to Singapore for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that yep. bad. Mm-hmm. And then the third star is that uh, everything is perfect from, you know, your your guest restroom to all your service. Uh, when does the server checks on your food? And, you know, that interaction uh, welcoming and, you know, just like perfect service. So, yeah. uh, when I kind of, I, I, I saw what this documentary on, I think YouTube or Netflix is about Gordon Ramsay. Everyone knows mm-hmm. who Gordon Ramsay yeah. is. So he, uh, has his two stars for many years, but mm-hmm. he, he was having trouble getting his third star until he decided to step out to front of the house and actually coach the staff and make mm-hmm. everything very unison to get that third star. So, yeah. so three star means like it's perfect. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is, and I mean, it does require a lot, right? So, you know, with given your example too, with uh, Chef Gordon's um, experience, everything, everyone, you know, in the establishment, in the restaurant has to really have that same mindset, right? You know, um, so yeah, um, team, I guess, yeah, effort, I mean, yeah. Uh, follow up question. So, um, in terms of skills, I mean, you know, it, it's a you know, you mentioned it earlier. There's a perception um, of of the industry towards the industry. You know, we see these shows like the chef shows. They're like, you know, throwing pants and like screaming. So, I guess two questions: like, what are the skills that you think are needed in order to succeed? in this industry as a chef or, you know, someone who wants to become a chef. Um, so that's the first one. And then is the perception still the same or has things changed? Uh, definitely things has changed. Um, <laughs> and I think, uh, because I, I'm just speaking from, uh, you know, a Vegas, you know, a chef in Vegas percep- mm-hmm. perspective, of course it's different within different regions because, um, or different cities because, uh, we work with, uh, very harsh union contract. So mm-hmm. a lot of the, um, you know, line, line level employees, they are very entitled because they have protection from the union. So 
yeah, you can't scream at them. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. it's it's definitely not not happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but um, to to your first question, what does it take to succeed? Is that I always I always talk to um, cooks and people that are new coming into the uh, this 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 career. I would I would I mean uh, attitude first first of all the the attitude of willingness to learn is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just very, it's normal. Like, like, let's say, Mike, you're my manager and I don't have that attitude to learn. You would not, you, you don't want to teach me, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> that's the first thing you have to be humble. Um, mm-hmm. and when, I mean, to just put down your ego, um, because there's always someone better, better than you at something, you know, mm-hmm. be humble, uh, willingness to learn and operational wise, I tell like cooks to open all your senses uh, when you're on the job. Once you clock in, you don't just come here to get a paycheck because you want this as your career. So open up all your senses once you're in the workplace. By that meaning, pay attention to everything. You know, yeah. you know, you can tell a piece of meat can be cooked by just hearing at it. Mm, wow. Yeah. You, you, the, the reason oh, yeah, is yeah. Wow. because uh, when, when, when the water content in the meat is, is still at the fullest, when it's raw, when you sizzle on a pan, it will sizzle. Mm-hmm. But the drier it gets, the less sizzle it will help because the water content went down already. So you kind of, you know, you have yeah. to pay attention on those things. You cook with all your senses, not just your taste. Yeah. You know? I'm going to have yeah. to try that. The next time yeah. I, I fry a chicken, like I have yeah, to make you sure that yeah. <laughs> use all my other senses. You know, that's that's something to try. Um, so speaking of like you know the the practice of cooking itself already. So chef, um, you are um, the you work for, for Tropicana, and so I guess what's your specialty? Um, you know, for the company and then for your own brand as a chef as well. Uh, my current, my current identity, you know, I'm kind of to my superior. I'm like the backup quarterback, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I can be everywhere. Uh, yeah. I can. So I was one of the first chefs that were, uh, brought back after the lockdown that mm-hmm. we, when we reopened because, mm-hmm. uh, we don't know how the business would be. We don't know yeah. how many guests there would be. So we didn't actually bring back too much hourly employees. Because uh, compared to salary employees, they can make me work seven days a week, you know, <laughs> yeah. of the same salary. But, you know, that business is business. And so uh, I think um, and what, what I could, would recommend other cooks or like other chefs just to make yourself available. You know, available means, you know, you're versatile. You, you can you can work anywhere it requires. And, you know, in a in a job environment, that's like job more job security, of course. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's just fun to learn different techniques from different kinds of cuisine and how their kitchen is set up. And then you can bring the best, you know, into your own thing. Like you, like you said, how you establish your own brand. And my specialty, I would say, um, I really like, still like to cook Asian food, like mm-hmm. because, um, taste buds wise or, Preference wise, I still like Asian food, not just typical China, like uh, specifically Chinese food, like all kinds of Asian food. Mm-hmm. And I like to incorporate, like I said, what I learned from French cuisine, Italian, mm-hmm. so forth, and their way of doing things. Uh, some have their effective ways, some have their non-effective ways. So I can just, you know, kind of, you know, plus and minus and, you know, make my own thing. Um, and 
in a business standpoint, that's more effective, right? But uh, to to my you know, because because I, I always say if you work in a hotel, you can always you can't always do what you want, you know, mm-hmm. in a, like yeah. recipe wise or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's hard to establish like your own brand, but you can use your vers- versatility to kind of um you know be flexible and kind of you know make the uh, keep the owners um, happy because you keep making money for them and and also your clientele to you know have a good experience so it's a we're a connection between that you know yeah so yeah and it's a good training also right i mean to be able to see that kind of environment right you know how how it works and also i mean you talk a lot about the business side as well which is really important so um, I think you mentioned that you have some management responsibilities as well Correct. in your current position. So how do you distinguish, you know, Chef Steven, the, the chef in the kitchen versus Steven, you know, the manager? Well, it's, 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 uh, it's funny. Um, it, all, it always depends because if I were to open a new restaurant in the hotel for the hotel, mm-hmm. I would be more of like the Chef Steven side. You know, because I have to do training, I have to do tastings, I have to create recipes, I have to create a system in the kitchen. Um, let's say I open a restaurant, uh, I wouldn't take a day off for at least two months in order to hold their hands mm-hmm. and, you know, make them, you know, kind of uh, put them where they should be and, you know, create a system. So later on, I don't have to micromanage, you know, because I hate micromanaging, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I, I think the employee hates micromanaging. So... The more developed that the system is and more developed the cooks are, they know what they're doing. They can fill in for each other. You know, mm-hmm. because, because you think about it, people that comes to work as a cook, the most important to them are two things aside from growing in their, uh, uh like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, skills wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have two things in common. They want, when they want vacation, they want their days off, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to get paid on time. <laughs> Yeah. So, absolutely. So 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 with that being said, like I I tell the cooks don't hide any skills that you have because you're good in one station. Uh you're don't you, if you're doing that, you're just, you know, kind of shooting yourself on the foot because I won't give you your days off. If you request <laughs> vacation, I won't give you a vacation <laughs> off because no one can replace you. Yeah. So then you create kind of like a culture in there that everyone shares their mm-hmm. thing and yeah. they 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 kind of police and manage each other. Mm-hmm. Instead of me always have to manage, you know, so the more t- developed the restaurant is, the less I have to be there. And yeah. I, I would just make sure, you know, they have gas in the tank and, mm-hmm. and, you know, ready to go. Yeah. And it becomes sustainable. Right, way, right, right, right. Operationally. Right. Yeah. So for, for anyone out there who is interested in pursuing the career, um, you've shared your experience, you've shared your journey. Um, but for you know, what what would be a typical path for people who want to to become a chef ultimately, right? You know, where do they start? Like, um, yeah, yeah. I I would say you know the normal answer is you have to go to school, but uh, I kind of <clears throat> draw back from that, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I I saw some of my peers in school they're not even in the field anymore. Some of them became yeah. like cashier somewhere. Uh, some of them become a real estate agent mm-hmm. and so forth. So it's not that um you have to have the skill before you know you like it or not. You you actually you can go into the field first 
and ju- you know just doing a basic uh cooks cooks uh cooks helper or whatever peeling onions and stuff and you feel the environment if you actually like it mm-hmm. you know uh, do you see yourself five years uh being in this same environment because because it's hard work you know at first yeah. when you for, when i first start uh it's very hard work you know imagine you know peeling cases of hard-boiled eggs and then when the when the delivery comes in you have to you have to put all the stuff in the freezer you know big cases of stuff so mm-hmm. lab- lab- is very labor intensive is very um mentally challenging because um uh one of the example is uh let's say you're a young cook you're 21 20 22 and then and then you want to buy a lot of nice stuff, you know, you want to have a nice car and nice, you know, PS5 or whatever. <laughs> and then you see your front of the house servers, there's just maybe dicking around somewhere, you know, making jokes. And then they take a couple orders from the customers, but they, 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 they get a, a lot of tips, you know, in, yeah. in, in Vegas. And then you have that. It's mentally challenging at that time because you feel like, Hey, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> they're making yeah. a lot. But I, I, I asked myself that, uh, one time as well. But then I feel like, okay, if I transform to be a server, uh, I'm going to be a server forever. That's mm-hmm. not a career. That's a job, you know? Yeah. But, but, you know, staying on my path, you know, making sure I don't, I don't, you know, I, I kind of motivate myself to be, be, be still in the, in the same field because I, I think this is a career I can build off, you know? Yeah. It's not just a job. So I would say for anyone that just like kind of, you know, thinking they, you know, cause a lot of people, you, you see a lot of people on the internet, uh, already, you know, commenting is like, don't let food network, like the glorious chef image, you know, uh, mm-hmm. kind of fool you to get into a career and then find out you don't like it at all, you know? Yeah. So I would say try, try mm-hmm. to work a couple jobs, the restaurant part time, whatever. If you, I mean, some people are natural. They, they just think they belong in the kitchen. Then, you know, yeah. then this is you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is you then then you go to get more skills because like you have to hone you have to uh, you know go to school not just for the certificate it's because uh, systematic wise you if you want to grow your career you you need to know how to work with people by you know management and and, and having those those stuff because it, at the end of the day it's still business even if you open your own restaurant it's still business <laughs> yep absolutely yeah. but yeah. for you personally chef so I mean, you talked about, you know, it's challenging industry and, um, you know, people, you know, one advice is, you know, they just have to try to find out whether this is something they're passionate about. Um, what made you decide that this is it for you, that this is for you, you know, and, and what do you like most about it as well? No, this is, this is a great question because when I went to school, like as I was saying before, it's just for that certificate mm-hmm. I, I want to get a degree mm-hmm. um you know to kind of you know for my parents and also something for backup if there's you know uh, i have I, I have a degree on something then i have backup when i but but i was when the moment i choose to go to culinary school even when i was still in culinary school i know that i might not become a chef because when i was in a f- cell phone you know sales business I made a lot of money at that time of my age. So I always think, you know, of having a business in something, you know, selling stuff or whatever. I, 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 I just went to school because like I said, for, to get a degree mm-hmm. <laughs> for my parents or, or as a backup plan, as a backup plan. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
so to but the the moment uh, I, I decided to be a chef is because um like I said I I I practice after school I I started to get good at something and you know whenever you you excel in a, a, a something uh, no matter if it's cooking or not you get you have that sense of rewarding right mm-hmm. and then you just want more right you just yeah. want to get that feeling again and then mm-hmm. That's like you know. That's like drugs. You know, <laughs> and then you you feel like you you oh yeah. you're getting you know the 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 you're getting the sweets you know from 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 the bitter you know yeah. from after the bitter and then and then and then that makes me you know more in, more into the business and uh, actually researching uh, about different cuisines. Actually researching about uh, famous chef that's very you know well established in their career and learning about their path uh, mm-hmm. and you know just just kind of. It kind of drew me in, and then you know, yeah. It's just I think I, I lost my focus on other stuff, and my main focus was on on cooking. You know, yeah. so then that's what made me decided. You know, yeah. <laughs> so it's the it's the passion really. Yeah, Something's, yeah. Passion. Yeah. So I think the passion passion can be built. It's not mm-hmm. just natural. Pa- passion can be you know developed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be um, heightened and you know, like yeah, awa- awakened. So, right, right, yeah. But that's good. I mean, it's that means you know it could come anytime to to people, right? Even though in the beginning they might think that that's not that's not the career for them. So, chef, I mean, this has been great. You know, just to learn more about your background and your thoughts. Let me ask you a few fun questions. So, number one is, what is your you know, signature dish. So, you know, it doesn't have to be based on the work. Let's say we go to your your house and you invite people for dinner. You know, what would be, what would you serve? Well, it's, uh, t- uh, you know, to be honest, uh, I'm very lazy to cook when I, when I'm <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I have a passion when I develop recipes for someone or, because mm-hmm. on the side, I'm also doing kind of like a, a consulting for some restaurants, like developing mm-hmm. recipes and stuff. I like to play with taste to, to, I mean, that's my passion, but, uh, signature dish. I like if I were to just invite guests at home, I always would like to cook, uh, either curry mm-hmm. or, or just cause we, I, I really like like sashimi, Japanese food and, I would just, you know, make, yeah, yeah, just make, make some like easy, something easy, you know, and, um, and I also do like, um, kind of like, uh, cooking lessons for, for my small community because, uh, you know, it's just to meet people and have fun. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I always like to, I would say take shortcuts when, mm-hmm. when it comes to cooking. Um, not because I like the word shortcuts because I, I, I think I went to the, I, uh, throughout my career, I learned the complicated ways of doing things, the classical ways of doing things. But I think uh, for home cooks, you know, a lot of people don't have that much time to cook. Yeah. You know, anything that can save time but still be delicious, then, mm-hmm. you know, why not? Like I just co- uh, teach them last week how to do like a bolognese pasta in one pot in less than 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and you have meal for the family. And, and another time I like to, I, I really, I was really craving like braised beef, uh, like uh, French style at that time. But then you don't have the time to make your, uh, uh, beef broth and then your onions and, and, you know, and you braise it for hours. So what I did was I bought a 
a can of uh, Campbell French onion soup. Mm-hmm. I combine it with a small bottle of uh, V8 vegetable juice and a little bit of wine. There you go. That's your braising <laughs> liquid. And you put your beef in, done. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? and <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a great example. And in very yeah. um, so to, to expand on that a little bit more, my next question actually is for home cooks like myself, mm-hmm. what will be some of your top uh, tips or techniques like, Oh, make sure you do this, you know, when you're cooking chicken or something. Like, you know, that's a good example for like the shortcuts. But what are some of the things that, you know, nuggets of wisdom that other home cooks can learn from? I think uh, at home, you can also have like a professional kitchen system in place too. Not mm-hmm. not not by saying you have to get professional equipment. By saying is, okay, everyone's taste is different. Um, you kind of draw down what your favorite dishes are. Mm-hmm. And what your favorite or your favorite taste? Like, let's say if uh, like my you're Filipino, you, you you like a lot of adobo. Okay, what yeah. does adobo has in it? You know, <laughs> and and because you like that taste, it doesn't always yeah. have to be pork, right? So mm-hmm. I would write down what your taste or your dishes are, and then what ingredients are in there, and then you know have a form that you make sure your pantry always has those ingredients. That's yeah. the first thing. <laughs> you make sure you have the ingredients, right? And then you can be creative too, because you're always circling around those spices. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by saying that, uh, you know, you can, if you have the ingredients and then you kind of learn the science behind it, like, why do we saute onions before we saute garlic? If you, if those two ingredients are, have to be in a pot, because, you know, your grated garlics are more easy to burn than onions, you know, like, like fundamentals like that. And then mm-hmm. one should know kind of like a like little bit of food science. Um, it does. You don't have to read books or anything. You just think about what does food uh, has the most in it, liquid, right? Like water yeah. content. No mm-hmm. matter if it's meat or vegetables. Then what you do is you 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 take the stuff that has the most water content to to saute first because you want to cook it off, right? And then yeah. like I said, make sure your pantry has or or or, or your freezer. Uh, that has most of the meat that you like. Just be very organized at that at that time. You know, always make sure you have those uh, spices yeah. or or sauces that you you cook with, and then make sure your freezer has it. And then you can just come home, whatever you feel like that day. You just throw it in. You know, you can yeah. use a pressure cooker or you can use like a one pot meal, maybe a Dutch oven or whatever. You know, make sure you have the tools, your ingredients, and then. Your, you know, and then you yeah. can be creative in that way. And then a little bit about food sciences, you know, either meat, vegetable has water content, and then you weigh it out. Like you know, broccoli has the less uh, water content, so when you cook it, you have to put more water. You know, compared mm-hmm. to a celery, mostly it's water. You know, yeah. And then, yeah. I feel like I'm taking notes. I mean, Jeff, <laughs> I think you know, I know you're doing consulting already for a lot of restaurants, and I think you're doing some cooking demos for the community, as you've said earlier. So. So maybe in the next step, we'll, we'll look forward to hearing your cooking lessons, cooking classes, or like, um, you know, cook shows. Have you ever thought about like joining some of those? Or um, No, I actually did a cooking lessons with uh, Chef Mimi uh, on Clubhouse oh, uh, nice. yeah, one yeah. time. I taught how it was, uh, I think um, the room had like 900 people <laughs> that wow. time. amazing then, yeah yeah i was teaching uh beef chow fun yeah and yeah and um i i do some you know small cooking shows but for television wise uh first haven't been reached out 
yet. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to be just, you know, be out there and expose、mm-hmm. and try different things. I think, I think experience are more variable than anything, you know.、Yeah. So I'm, I'm、That's、open、good. to try anything. That's good to hear that you are open to it because there are many casting calls out there, casting people, and some of them are on Clubhouse actually. So if I find something、um, in, in you know, the cooking、um, segment, I'll definitely let you know. I think you'll be great. And you know, the, the lessons, you know, you. I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope that I can catch another one in the future of you teaching. So,、um, so you know, one final question,、um, Chef Steven. First of all, I want to thank you for your time. I know you're super busy. Um, you know, so you know, you taking the time to share your about your experience is, is such a valuable thing. Um, so, um, what is if you are not a chef? This is a little bit of a, a what if scenario. Um, what would you know, what would you do if you're not a chef? Um, it, <laughs> it, it, I, I, I really thought about that one because, um, Don't I, I, I was because I went I went to this、uh, like a online seminar one time that、uh, it's like kind of like a life coaching、um, mm-hmm. kind of、uh, lesson. So I think one thing that really makes sense when 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 the the you know the instructor was saying、uh, don't just choose a career because. Other people chose it, or you think this career makes a lot of money, and you know, you know, because people are, you know, oh, real estate makes a lot of money. You should get into it.、Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Like, what's your life goal? Like, what do you really want? And I ask myself, what's my life goal? I、mm-hmm. would really like to live in like different countries throughout the year,、uh, maybe three months in the U.S., three months in Asia, three months in Europe, or whatever.、Mm-hmm. So that's what I really want. Okay, then when when you know what you really want, and then you wait out. Okay, what takes you there? Yeah, and、That's、so、good. I, th- I think、uh, if I was not a chef and I would like to live kind of that life, I would still have to be a consultant on something. And then you know, because food is just a language, and、mm-hmm. I don't have to be a chef at a certain restaurant. I could you know do do restaurant consulting, kitchen consulting, and so forth. And I can be in different parts of the world, you know. Yeah. And but first of all, you have to have. Exposure, you know, people from there and so forth.、Um, so I never thought to change my career path out of food.、Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe not a chef, but it always would be food related because、mm-hmm. you know it's my passion and、uh, just food connects everyone together and you know makes people happy and and you know <laughs> yeah all the good things. I feel like it always leads back to you know. You know, food and and really your your passion for it. So you know, no matter which multiverse we're living, you、right. know, it might be something temporary, but it all leads back to that. So I guess Chef Steven, thank you for for that, for you. sharing your story. Yeah.、Um, so is there anything that we can do to support you more as well in your career? You know, of course, people can come visit the Tropicana, and you know. Hopefully, we I can visit you know later this year. So, but beyond that, you know, how can how can I help and how can people support you? Ah,、uh, I would. I mean, I, it would be great if、uh, everyone can you know connect. You know,、uh, not just you know supporting by helping me you know sell certain stuff, but I, I would just like to connect to a lot of people that has the same passion because、mm-hmm. I think、uh, with that we can 
always have something fun to do, or even you know, in the future, we can collab in different yeah. different things. So if if you're、uh, want to connect and you want to you know build a you know connection, always follow my Instagram. Yeah,、mm-hmm. <laughs> my Instagram、Absolutely. is、uh, yeah chefs、uh, chef dot Steven S T E V E N dot L E U N G. Yeah, because I think we need to you know. You know,、um, build our community better,、yeah. right? I mean, we have a good community, but we just don't know what could come out of it, right? The more that we get together, exactly, yeah. You know, promote, promoting our culture. Who knows? There could be. There, I know there are some people who are producing documentaries with, with chefs promoting different cultures. So I hope that those、Definitely. doors, yeah, will open for, for you. So, with that, Chef Steven, thank you so much, and thanks to all the listeners. <laughs>